Good morning, everyone. It's great to see you again. I, I really missed you from last week. You know, being in South Korea, uh, I uh, remember uh, some of my South Korean friends are just like this when we have our worship service. The sound may be a little different, but the heart is the same. So I feel at, at home here. So let me just greet you one more time. Good morning, brothers and sisters in Christ. Good morning, UECP. So once more, it is an honor and a privilege to be with you. Breathing together with you. Honoring God together with you. And learning God's word together with you. This, this 19th day of the year 2022. I almost uh, was not able to make it today. Because last Thursday I got sick. I thought God was already calling me back home. <laughs> but maybe God has a mission for me. So that's why I'm here with you today. So on behalf of my family in our church family, the United Evangelical Church of Palawan, I we would like to extend our warmest and uh, greetings and love to all of you today. Uh, so I just want to say this again. I love you with the amazing love of Jesus. So now last week, we talked about how asking the right questions can lead to the right answers. And to the right doors of opportunities to show and demonstrate the love of Jesus to others around us. Last week, we looked into the lives of our brothers and sisters in the first century. Not only that, but the years when the great pandemics plagued the world. We have seen how the Christians responded in faith and the overwhelming fear and fatigue. And we learned that during the most difficult, the most demanding, 
and the most dangerous time in history. Christians did not cower in fear nor was conquered by fatigue. But the church was all the more challenged in faith to love as Jesus loved. Compassionately, practically, and sacrificially. So we learned that this is also what we ought to do right here and right now in the 21st century. So from the very first until now, the Christians ought to love as Jesus loved. Compassionately, practically, and sacrificially. That is why I left you with a challenge last week. To let your faith be contagious. And your hope be infectious. And your love be pandemic. Today, we'll look at how God opens doors of opportunities and how He prepares us, His people. To open the doors when the opportunity arises. So let's turn our Bibles to Philippians chapter 1, verses 12 to 14. So if you have your markers, you can mark it down. Philippians chapter 1, verses 12 to 14. So let's read. Verse 12, Now I want you to know, brothers and sisters, that what has happened to me has actually served to advance the gospel. Verse 13, And as a result, it has become clear throughout the whole palace guards and to everyone else that I am in chains for Christ. Verse 14, and because of my chains, most of the brothers and sisters have become confident in the Lord and dare all the more to proclaim the gospel without fear. May the Lord add blessing to the reading of His word. Now, in this passage, the Apostle Paul tells the believers in Philippi that what seemed to be a setback was actually gospel to those who need to hear it. Now, 
The palace guards and those in the palace were very difficult to reach with the gospel. They were duty-bound to follow the emperor and the Roman law, and there was little to no time to do anything else in their fulfillment of their duty. Aside from that, the Romans do not associate or fraternize with people whom they have dominion over. So how could they hear the gospel? It seemed impossible for them to hear the gospel. You know what God's answer is? Bring Paul to prison. Bring Paul to jail. They could only hear the gospel if somebody in the jail is to share the gospel to them. Try to imagine Pastor Lazarus going to jail. Our pastors here going to jail in prison. This seemed to be a setback, at least in the eyes of the believers. How could Paul share the gospel now? How can he disciple the believers now he's in jail? How can Paul train them to fulfill the Great Commission now that he is in jail? Just try to imagine our pastors being in jail, no ministry. Maybe in their mind they're thinking if Paul, who is our leader in the church, is in prison for standing for Christ, then what will happen to us? If they put him to jail, they're going to put us to jail as well. So for them, this was a major setback. But for God, it is a set up. In the grand scheme of things, God was setting Paul up to share the gospel to the palace guards and to those in the palace so they could know about Jesus. Uh, 
the people will know about Jesus' life, Jesus' death, Jesus' resurrection, His teachings, and His salvation. So the gospel was not hindered. It was actually advanced. What they previously thought was a setback was actually a set up in God's plan. Not only that, Paul explained that his imprisonment actually encouraged the believers to become more confident in the Lord. So instead of being afraid, they were all the more confident. They became brave. And dared all the more to proclaim the gospel without fear. They proclaimed the message all the more, and this time, no more fear, no more worries, and no more excuses. They were not cowered by fear, nor fatigue, but challenged by faith to share Jesus to others. Church, God works in ways we may not always understand. He works in ways we may not always understand. But His ways are always the best. And He wants us to fully trust Him and fully obey Him. It has been said, Man's disappointments are God's appointments. What may seem to be a setback is God's set up. His ways may break you, but He will also mend you. And He will prepare you to do the great and mighty things God has in store for you. Paul experienced it. The disciples experienced it. Those they were discipling experienced it too. And they all saw God's open doors. A saying goes like this. In every tragedy, 
There is an opportunity. In every tragedy, there is an opportunity. God opens doors in every tragedy in life. I'm going to be sharing my experience in South Korea for the past almost 10 years. When I was in South Korea, I served together with a Korean church that served migrant workers and expats. In the 1950s, South Korea was very poor and was struggling in almost all aspects of life. They were still reeling from the effects of the World War II and the Korean War. This was a tragedy. It was a suffering no one wanted, and yet they were there. Their nation was divided into North Korea and South Korea. There was no economy to support the people. Everything was in chaos. And they were what we would call as hopeless. But the truth is, they were not hopeless. Because the Koreans had God. God was opening a door. During this time, many Korean Christians believed that as they have responded in faith to their crisis, God brought them out of it and slowly brought the nation back to its feet. Many Koreans became Christians during this time as they were instrumental in giving hope to a shattered nation. The Koreans, the Korean Christians were sharing the hope of Jesus to the hopeless ones. God was opening a door for South Korea. From 1950 to 1988,从1950 South Korea was already able to host its very first Summer Olympics in less than 38 years. 
南韩就有机会来举行啊这个夏季的奥运会。God was opening a door. 可以看到说上帝如何开这个门。Now in by 2020, South Korea is already the fourth largest economy in Asia. 现在在过去这个两年之前，二零二零年，南韩被称为全东南亚经济发展最快。From very very poor and hopeless, now to being very successful. From 五十年代很贫穷、很绝望的国家，几十年之后呢，变成东南亚最发展最快的南韩。In around seventy years, Korea is already a, a member of the thirty-eight member OECD countries in the world. 在这几十年当中，韩国已经加入这个啊、uh, 经济。Uh, so no wonder many people around the world come to South Korea to find work and to see their dreams come true. 难怪世界很多国家的国民都想到韩国、南韩的地方去完成、去实现他们的愿望。God was opening a door. 上帝为这些外国的人敞开福音的门。You see, there was a time when it was just the American dream. 啊、uh, ，很多年前呢，大家都很熟悉，说大家都想要到美国去，要去啊， uh, 完成我们的梦想，到啊、uh, 美国梦。But as this nation started to grow big, it attracted many people from many places around the world. 当韩国发展到这个地步的时候呢，就吸引到世界很多国家的国民都想到南韩去打工去工作。People from Indonesia, Syria, Iran. Pakistan and Bangladesh. Ah,、uh, 如同从印尼、叙利亚、伊朗、巴基斯坦、孟加拉国家等等，这个国民都想到南韩去做工。These are Muslim nations. 我们大家都知道，这些是回教徒穆斯林国家。People from Thailand, Vietnam, Mongolia, Cambodia, Myanmar, and Sri Lanka, Buddhist countries, come to South Korea as well. 另外呢，从其他佛教国。啊，柬埔寨、缅甸、啊，巴基斯坦这些啊国家呢，哦、啊、，sorry， 斯斯里兰啊，斯里兰卡哈，斯里兰格啊，这个国家啊，都到啊南韩去做工。Hindu countries like India and Nepal also find their dreams in South Korea。相信印度宗教的国家，如同印度、尼泊尔这些国民也。想到南韩去完成他们的啊、uh, 愿望。A、predominantly unreligious countries like China and Russia, Uzbekistan. 无无神论的国家，例如中国、俄罗斯啊， uh, 或是哦哦，俄罗斯啊，别别别克斯坦。And also people from the Philippines. 甚至从菲律宾啊、uh, 国家过去的。And there are also a lot of tribal and animistic beliefs among these nations. 在这些国家当中，有很多部落，有有些相信其很多宗教的啊、uh, 国民都到南韩去。Now these are what we call the thumb nations. 我们可以分类说这些国家属于啊、uh, 大拇指哈，啊英文叫做 thumb。In English, it stands for T H U M B. 你们用英英语这些啊、uh, 字母可以啊、uh, 
T H U M B 就是大拇指这些国家属属于的种类。So those are the tribal Hindu, unreligious Muslim and Buddhist nations. 就是我们啊看到前面的这些部落、印度教啊、无神论的国家啊、回教徒的国家、佛教徒的国家。God was opening a door for South Korea. 可以看到说，上帝为着南韩这个国家敞开福音的大门。The economic opportunities have drawn people from these countries seeking better opportunities in life. Some impoverished nations will send migrant workers to work in the manufacturing industries and production businesses for Korean multinational brands. Many of these impoverished countries' citizens want to go to South Korea's factories to work. Year after year, more migrant workers are coming to South Korea. 每年这些移民的啊打工的人增加 ，But there was a problem. 但是呢，就带来另外一种的问题。Koreans became worried that the immigrants were taking jobs away from them. 韩国人当时就很啊嫉妒，也是有担心说这些啊外来的啊工作人员可能把他们的。And some others felt that the foreigners were changing the way Koreans live, and thought that the influx of foreign nationals was affecting their culture. Because these Koreans' minds thought that these foreigners would change their culture. Even for people like me, a foreigner married to a Korean was starting to become a problem. Even Like me, this kind of person, is an immigrant from Korean countries. Some Koreans want to be married to Koreans only. Because Koreans are different. So some people raise their eyebrows for intermarriage. For this kind of thing, there are many problems. Many didn't like what was happening. Many Koreans 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 但是当时的韩国教会有另外一种看法与观点。Instead of looking down on this situation, they welcomed the foreigners. 他们不轻视这些外籍外国人，乃是热烈欢迎这些外来的人士、职业人士。The Korean Church says, "Welcome the foreigners and share Jesus to them." 韩国教会就很欢迎这些外籍人士啊，把主耶稣的福音来分享给他们。They said God is opening a door. 他们相信天父上帝为福音打开大门。The Korean Church was not threatened by the cultural shift that was about to happen. 韩国教会当时没有被这个啊文化改变来被威胁。Instead of being threatened and worried by it. 
they embraced it. Because they realized this is God's open door of opportunity. You see, for many years, Korean churches have been sending missionaries all over the world. Sending missionaries to these nations, the thumb nations. But the missionary endeavor was not as smooth as they wanted it to be. Language, cultural, and religious barriers were tough hurdles to overcome. And some countries do not allow missionary work in their country. Some Korean missionaries suffered from a misunderstanding of the culture. Misunderstanding of the language. And the desire to get things done right away. So some missionaries failed. Some others succeeded, but it took a long time and a lot of resources. Think about this. The usual missionary work starts by calling a missionary. Training them, equipping them, sending them, providing a lot of resources for them. It took a lot of time, lots of finances, and it's a hit and miss when they're actually in the mission field. And even some missionaries got into trouble with the country's government and their people. And so many missionaries grew tired and gave up. So the Korean church had to pray and ask God to open new doors of opportunities. And so this is what they saw. People were coming from all over the world. 
Coming to South Korea, and they saw the great opportunity to fulfill the Great Commission in their own backyard. This is what we call the reverse diaspora. So instead of sending people out, they're welcoming people in. Before it was just go and make disciples. This time it's welcome and make disciples. This was a door of opportunity for the Christians to reach people from all over the world in the very own backyard. Imagine sending a missionary to a Hindu populated nation. Or sharing the gospel to a Buddhist majority country. Or testifying about Christ in the Middle East. Or even a Muslim majority Southeast Asian nation. How about starting a church in a secular communist nation? Sharing the gospel will be very difficult. I'm not saying it is not possible. Jesus said to us, Go! And He will be with us. He promised the Holy Spirit. The power for us to be witnesses. From Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. But when welcome is an open door, what are you going to do? Well, you open that door of opportunity. And so a lot of the Korean churches embrace the vision of this new open door to welcome people from all over the world and take care of them in their very own home. The church that I was a part of have a membership of around 40,000 people. It had a mission center that serves 2,000 people from 21 different nations in the world. 
I was the Filipino community pastor and I also served the English speaking communities. In that ministry, we embraced three important uh, values. Motherly and Mosaic. Let's talk about missional. Being missional includes embracing the posture, the thinking, behaviors, and the practices of a missionary in order to reach others with the message of the gospel. This means we live and breathe the Great Commission. Seeking all the doors to share the truth of Jesus. So what does that mean? It means if we have 40,000 members in the church, it means we have 40,000 missionaries. Every believer and every follower is a missionary for Jesus. These are some of the pictures that you see of our ministry in South Korea. We have ministries like this for one nation. But four times a year, we all gather together as one big church. And we share the gospel of Christ to everyone, regardless of race or nation. And everybody is a brother and a sister in the Lord. We may look different and sound different, but our hearts are the same. You know what? Because of this missional mindset, we were able to share the gospel to people that we have never thought that we could even share the gospel to. Can you show the next picture after this? There's a brother, if you see the brother wearing the black shirt, he's from Syria. How many of you here has been to Syria? Anybody here wants to go to Syria? Nobody, right? Uh, usually, we don't think about Syria if we want to go abroad. 
如果你们想到国外旅游的话呢，没有人会选择苏利亚为这个国家。Maybe you want to go to Europe. 可能你要到欧洲去 ，or America， 美国去 ，or other nice places， 或其他啊游客的呃很很好的这个国家。During the 2014-2015-2016, Syria was war-torn. 在二零幺四到二零幺幺六这几年当中，这个国家被啊，经过很多的苦难，因为他们啊，呃，这个国家有战争。This brother was not a Christian when he went to South Korea. 你所看到这个兄弟，当他到南韩做工的时候，当时他还没有相信。But under war. 但是他啊的国家是经过战争很大的困难。He could not go back to his country, and his family could not get out of Syria. 他不能回到他的国家，他的家人也没有办法逃避战战争。As a father, he was worried for his family. 身为父亲的啊、uh, 家家长，他非常担心他的家人的啊、uh, 情况。But he heard the gospel about Jesus. 在这几年当中，他在我们的教会就听到主耶稣的福音。He came to me and said, Pastor, thank you so much for sharing me Jesus. 他就对我说。牧师，我很感谢你，因为你把神的话语分享于我。I know I'm supposed to be afraid for my family. 虽然当时呢，我必须为着我的家人来担忧。But you said if I pray to God, God will give me the peace that transcends all understanding. 但是在你的啊信息当中，你教导我们，如果我们祷告，上帝会赐人意外的平安。And so I have peace now. You know, I never even thought that I would meet a Syrian in my life. And I told my this brother, if you have a chance to go back to your country, share Jesus to them. I have not been to Syria, but I know we have somebody who will share Jesus to others in Syria. 虽然我本身从来没有到过这个国家，但是我深深相信，将来有一天，这个兄弟会把福音带到他的国家。This was an open door. 因为这个是敞开福音的大门。Now the second one is motherly. 啊、uh, ，第二点就是以母爱的态度。He means providing, caring, assisting those who need help while they were work here. 代表说，好像母亲一般呢，要有这个提供关怀和帮助那些在我们照顾之下需要帮助的人。So the whole church provided medical, physical, legal, social, emotional, and spiritual care. For all the migrant workers and the foreigners who are in South Korea, 当时我们的教会就提供种种的服务，包括医疗，包括啊啊律法，包括啊啊他们所需要的呃，在在精神上，在啊啊肉体上面所需要的。You know, uh, for a church of forty thousand, we had a lot of doctors and dentists. 啊，因为我们有四万多个会友。会有当中有很多是医生，是牙科医生。So every week they take turns to give medical and dental treatment for all of the foreigners. So 他们每周呢就有安排提供这些医疗的服务、医诊的服务
We had Christian lawyers helping those who got into legal trouble. When we had a Filipino brother who got into jail, my wife and I helped this brother so that in, uh, during his time, uh, he would not get into more trouble. 当时呢，我们会有当中有一位菲律宾人被关在监牢里面啊，传道以传道粮，他们两位都啊当时帮助这个被关在监牢里面的菲律宾人。Many migrant workers are sad，因为呢，我们知道很多这些外劳，他们心中满啊很多的啊困难啊不不高兴的事情，because they are away from their home。they are away from their Maybe you also feel the same, right? And so the church became their family in, in South Korea. This is a motherly kind of love. If you notice, there's a photo right in the corner. There were two girls who came to me one morning. They, they listened to the, the, the preaching that I made the night before. And they liked the message, so they came to me. And one of them asked, Pastor, am I pretty? I was sitting with my wife, so I didn't know how to answer. You know, but I said, yeah, you're pretty. And these girls are from In Thailand, they are called ladyboys. They're not real ladies. But this is what he said. I think I'm pretty because you said last night, God loves me. Back in my country, people laugh at people like me. They look down on ladyboys like me. But this is the first time I heard in South Korea that there's a God who loves me. And so I want to know this God more. The lady who's wearing yellow, she's the pastor's wife. I, I, I ask her, please take care of these brothers so that they will become new creations in Jesus. I have never been to Thailand. But I believe that if they go back to Thailand, they will, 
they will share Jesus to their friends. 我心中深信说，将来有一天，这两位回国之后，在泰国会分享神的话语啊，给他们的朋啊朋友亲人听。That is an open door. 这个就是我们所看到敞开福音的大门。The third thing is mosaic. 第三种是平化图案。Seeing the beauty of our cultural differences, we endeavor to bring diversity in unity under Christ. So we celebrate cultural differences while uniting under the truth of the gospel. And so we would have activities where we could freely worship God in people's own language, people's own culture, and do it together as one church. And so people from different nations would wear their national costumes. Sing worship songs to God in their own language. 赞美神的诗歌是用他们的语言来唱。And freely worship God in a place where they are encouraged to worship God. 很自由的在这个鼓励性鼓励他们来敬拜真神的地方。You know, when we see all people from different nations, it was like heaven here on earth. 当时你看到各国各种。no, someday we will all get to see them all together in heaven. I asked one brother, I said, Why do you sing so loud? And I asked him, Why do you pray so loud? He said, when I go back to my country, I would get to jail if I pray even with my voice. So while it's still free to worship God, I'll worship God with everything I have. So I told my brother, you know what, I'm praying that when you go back to your country, that you will share Jesus and that you will change your nation. So you too can worship God freely in your country. And the beauty in all of this is that for three to five years, the church has a golden opportunity to evangelize, to disciple, and to equip the foreign brother and sister to do the Great Commission. When they go back to their country, they're not the same anymore. 相信当他们回到他们的本国之后，不再是同样的人。They come to Korea as contract workers. 回到南韩, 
But when they go back to their country, they are now evangelists. They are now disciples to their own people. They are now trainers for their own people. No language barriers. No cultural barriers. No more misunderstanding. No more confusion. They now have all the time. No more visa problems. No problem with resources. And they become leaders in their own churches. This was a beautiful open door for the Korean church. How about us here in the Philippines? Do we also have a similar opportunity? The answer is yes. You see, the Philippines has attracted many foreign students in many years. In 2011 alone, there were 26,000 students from different parts of the world. COVID-19 numbers dropped. But if COVID-19 is gone, then more students will come back. In Davao alone, there are 6,000 foreign medical students. The lower cost of education and lower cost of living attracts many foreigners to this country. So education is an open door. Not only that, tourism. Do you know that in Palawan uh, alone attracted 40,000 tourists from January to May of this year? I was really surprised to hear that. 40,000 people. But I was even more surprised because in 2019, before the pandemic, it was 900,000 for five months. How many of you have been to Palawan? 
在座有人到过巴拉湾去吗？Very beautiful，很美丽的地方哦。Please come，请到巴拉湾。Call me and I will drive for you。你打个电话给我，我会到机场接你。I will be your family。啊，我就会成为你在巴拉湾的家人。So just try to imagine 900 tourists in five months。想象2019年在短短几个月当中有90多万的啊游客。If you see Palawan。would embrace the mission's motherly and mosaic approach to reaching the people for Christ, more people would know Jesus. Last April, we had a lot of foreigners in our church. People from Holland, Sweden, America. And so I asked, how did you know about our church? They, they searched the name Church in Palawan. Uh, the church name is United Evangelical Church of Palawan. Church of Palawan. So the first church is our church. Imagine if all of the UEC churches would do the same. Our church in Palawan is so excited to welcome all of the people from all over the world. Business. Our country attracts investors from China, Japan, and other countries. Philippines, in 2020, there were 1.5 million foreigners who came to the Philippines. I heard there were around 470,000 Chinese in the Philippines. 470,000. So I was thinking, if we share the gospel, disciple, and train 470,000 people, Chinese, in the Philippines, when they go back to China, they will be sharing the gospel to 1.4 billion people in this planet. I'm so excited for that. This right. is an open door that God is opening for us. The pandemic may look like a setback. But it also may be a setup. Because it has set us up to share Jesus 
to others. The closed doors are now being opened. Before the pandemic, we didn't have an online service. But because of the pandemic, our church to learn how to do online services. Now there are people in the Middle East, in Italy, in South Korea, in America, who join our worship service in UEC Palawan. God has opened the door for us. It has set us up to trust God more. It has set us to put our confidence in God alone. And it has set us up to be bold and courageous to live for Jesus and to love as Christ loved. Remember what Jesus said? A new commandment I give you. Let's read this all together. Love one another as I have loved you. So you must love one another. Because by this, everyone will know that you are my disciples, if you love one another. Church, remember this. During the most difficult, the most demanding, and the most dangerous times in history, Christians did not cower in fear. Nor was conquered by fatigue. But the church was all the more challenged by faith. To love as Jesus loved. I believe that we will see all the doors of opportunities. If we only love others in the same way that you So let me leave you with this challenge. Let your faith be contagious. If people are together with you, I hope that they will be uh, they will be infected by your faith. Let your hope be infectious to the people who don't have hope. When they get together with you, they will have hope. And let your love be pandemic. Uh, 让你们的爱, 
That when we leave this place later, we will be spreading a different kind of virus. The virus of God's love to others. Amen? Let us pray together. Lord, I thank you for my dear brothers and sisters. Thank you for the two weeks that we were together. I am not sure if I'm going to see them again. But I will pray for them. That they will love as you love. That they will always be faithful. That they will always be hopeful. And that they uh, Jesus name. Amen. Amen. God bless you all. And I hope to see you in Palawan. Uh, God bless you.